Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Sometimes sports fans can get a little crazy and into stuff that they probably shouldn't have. This Buffalo uh, New York man, he's charged after allegedly jumping a fence while under the influence of multiple drugs and alcohol. And they all worked not in his favor because they found him and he was covered in feces and hair. When you're taking LSD and cocaine and marijuana, you're going to not read the signs. You're not going to read anything. You wouldn't be in a porta potty jumping inside it, covering yourself with human excrement you wouldn't be doing that this is a very isolated issue yeah the arresting officer needs a bonus for having to cuff that poopy how do you get them out of there if they don't want to come out you don't send a dog in after you can't shoot him come come like how do you lure him out with food you know if he's still high on lsd and coke that guy ain't coming out unless he wants to well he's not getting too far if you just barricade him in there for a while until he sobers up Stinky. Oh, can you imagine? No. Let's begin now. Let's get after it. Just after six and Wednesday. Oh my gosh. Halfway through the week. Isn't that it's lovely? almost the backside into the weekend. I'm liking that. I didn't even think about it till right now. What's good? I'm JJ. How's cats? I am well. How are you? Uh, something good about yesterday. Give me at least one good thing that happened in your life. I learned everything that I need to know about Dorothy Moulter. Do you know who that is? I don't know who Dorothy Moulter is. She's the root beer lady from Ely. And and you're saying that like I was supposed to know. Duh. That. Yeah, she is uh, who my son had to do a little report on. Why her? And she has lived in the boundary boundary waters like her whole life. And they call her the root beer lady because anybody that would be canoeing by her home on Knife Lake, they would get root beer that she made. And so she'd run it out to him. So he had to like do this huge like paddle illustration of all the things that you know, she did for people. She would visit with 7,000 people a year. I'm like, that sounds he, like a nightmare. Did he get in contact with her? Uh, no. Oh, he just went off what somebody else had written? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, she's dead. She died in oh. 86. So, no so getting he hasn't talked her. to her? Not no. lately. Gotcha. Nope. So, he learned about her. We went and had a snack after school. I went to the UPS store, the bank, got gas. Whoa, 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 whoa. You went to the UPS store? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. I had to uh, mail in his padded football shorts that he didn't want, like the compression ones. And then he had football, and then I made meatloaf with yellow potatoes. And we watched Shelter, which is on Prime, and it's really good. Really good. A lot of F-words, but he can handle it. It's for young adults, but there's, like, a lot of F-words. It's, like, crazy. But Growing up in your household, I can't believe that would be shocking to him at all. It's shocking to me that he doesn't use that language. Doesn't even think about it. He'll get there. And trust me, once they start, they don't stop. It's like running off a cliff. Hmm. Your feet keep going, but it doesn't seem like you're going anywhere but down. I saw someone last night who used to work here, and he goes, Oh my God, how long have you been there now? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's been the better part of two decades. Yeah. Next week, next Wednesday, a week from today, my son Nolan will get his driver's license. That's. Crazy! Is I remember it, when he was born. He was I like know a sack of potatoes. This is just, it, and that's what's getting weird about uh, when you're at a radio station for a long time. Because uh, before this gig, I'd always gotten fired within about two or three years. Yeah, and these people were desperate. And then I got a whole bunch of dirt on everybody here, and then they couldn't fire me for two like twenty years. You're lucky that nobody wants to pick up slack around here because <laughs> that's the, the most, only reason why I'm the most you are still easily here. replaceable person around here. Uh, <sighs> but that's that that's the the, the memory 
for me on your longevity scale is that no when I took this job he was we didn't even think that we were going to have a third child. Yeah. We were super happy with two. They were little, our hands were full, and then when I found out uh my, my wife had done this really cool thing to let me know that we were going to have our third. It wasn't like it was unplanned. We were kind of trying. We, we we go, if God wants us to have another one, we'll have oh, another God, one. That's that, that we were, because we're, yeah. we were like, we're super happy now, but I think another one would be all right. And uh, when old Chicago was still here, uh, my wife says, hey, do you want to have, um, do you want to have lunch with me and the kids? And she had the day off of work. I said, sure. And I show up and the kids take off their coats and, Peyton said, I'm going to be a big brother. And Regan said, like, their shirts yeah. had been redone. I'm going to be a big sister. And I about lost it, man. It was, like, the, the coolest thing. But then knowing that he like that you start working at a place and your kid wasn't even born, it's just a weird spot. I mean, you'll have the same thing forever with Liam, too. Like, you were yeah. here for a long time before he was born. But, like, he'll hit that 16-year mark. And then he'll hit, like, that 20-year-old mark or the 21-year-old mark. Or he'll graduate high school and you'll be like, I started working there before you were even born. He's such a beautiful kid, but I'm getting glimpses of the tween. Like yesterday we went for a snack and like, I just tell myself it's the hormones. He's just not wanting to deal with what I have coming out you of my mouth. You have to come to grips with the fact that he won't be the perfect little kid you thought he was going to be, but he'll be a good man. He is going to be a great man, That's, but I get it. I get the hormones because by the end of the night, we were holding hands, watching a show. So I just got to go with that ebb and flow. And, and like, appreciate that because yeah, that ain't going to happen for a long, long time, man. It's going to, and you will be, oh, when you become the back burner person where mm-hmm. all he needs is a ride and some cash. Whoo. That's a tough one to swallow I for a while. this weekend. Yep. I was uh, traded off for Ben for a sleepover at Ben's. It gets worse. So. Yana is caller number 10 and doing what currently? I just dropped the kids off at school. Then where are we headed? To the bar? Chiropractor. Did you say caring bridge? The chiropractor. (laughs) Chiropractor. Oh, I didn't. Maybe I need to go to the bar and the chiropractor. I'm telling. So I don't know if you're listening to this. I can't hear a thing. It is so... Like, I hear everything, but today has been such a mess. I lost a filling last night at dinner, and it has thrown my life into a whirlwind right you now. You can't smell anymore. I, it is, I'm so messed up on everything, so I'm glad that Kat gets to kind of run this contest. Here's how it's going to work, Tiana. You are going to get a question, and then you'll only have five seconds to give us the answer. Get three of those correct, and you win $100. We also know that not everybody knows everything. So get two of them correct and successfully use your lifeline from the year 2000. And you also win. Any questions for us before we begin? No. All right, cool. Thanks, my friends at Sylvan Learning Center. Here comes your first question. It should be your easiest, but answer it quickly because there is no time to Google. If someone says, hey, I'm from Down Under, where are they from? Uh, Australia. That is That's correct. Right. That's exactly right. You're right. You're totally They'll always right. talk to you like this. They'll yell at you. Yell in your face. <laughs> Question number two. There's no time to Google. Name any of the seven wonders of the world. And mind you, they do change. Grand Canyon. That is no. correct. That's exactly right. You're right. You're totally right. The seven right now. Wait, the Grand Canyon not is not? The Grand Canyon. Oh, my God. Can I try? So the thing is, with the seven wonders, there are the top seven. 
and then there are ones that fall, and then when things erode and they're gone, then something else. Will okay, take so place. Stonehenge is on there. Uh, wrong. Stonehenge is not a seven wonder of the world. The thing is, it's a wonder of the world. It's not in the top seven. Is and that was Great Wall of China on there? Yes, that's okay. number two. What, what, are, what else can you bring? The Coliseum, the Taj Mahal, Christ the Redeemer, uh, Machu Picchu, Petra, and then one I can't name. I don't know how to say it. Wow. Shishen I, Itza. Dang. Shishen Itza. I should know that. Shishen Itza after some Shishinitza. bad Chinese food. <laughs> I barely knew her. Uh, <laughs> Utility officials in Missoula, they were not prepared for this. Uh, first, they had to deliver this message. Utility workers found a squirrel in one of the company's substations. The outages impacted about 14,500 customers. Crews restored power in roughly 45 minutes. That was on Saturday. The squirrel's brother went back <laughs> and did it again on Sunday, and 20,000 people were out of uh, power. I just, like, cannot find a positive aspect of How do you having stop squirrels. a squirrel from climbing into your electrical area? I mean, what's the... I mean, other than spray foaming everything tight so that nothing can get in there, but I like, guess. is there... Well, what's, what's, the, the, what's a squirrel repellent? What repels squirrels? There's gotta be some kind of a spray That's that a you Google can search. put in there, or like dryer sheets or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I'll Google that later. We don't have time. And then finally, this uh, flight attendant, now exposing a game and I don't know if flight attendants all over are happy with him letting the secret out. Basically, everyone's deplaning, getting off the plane, and you're saying goodbye to everybody, saying bye, have a good night. But you and your little flight attendant friend say see you later to all the cuties, all the people you think are attractive. So next time you're getting off a plane, if that flight attendant says see you later, I think twice on what that really means. I only get bye bye. I've never once had anybody <laughs> say see you later as I bye-bye. was deflating. <laughs> bye bye. <Bye-bye>. Bye. <laughs> What's trending? What's trending? Trending is this video going viral today of this guy that just stepped outside. What a gentleman to pass gas just away from everybody without thinking that it was going to be caught on their doorbell cam. And when he's shown the footage, he's like, he can't help but laugh. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was a, listen that should have been stepped outside for <laughs> so he wa- the video is so funny he walks outside on his sidewalk and then both his hands look like this <laughs> and then he just lets it go it is such a funny that video that was sounded like it could have had company but I just thought that was really sweet that he stepped outside for that. How long did it take before you were comfortable doing that in front of Trisha? Oh, minutes. Really? Yeah. That's really gross. Well, okay, so there's a couple of things at play here. Uh, first off, I played football with her older brother, and there, there's a certain unwritten rule when you come from a small town that there aren't a whole lot of manners being excluded. And I think she she kind of knew who I was and what kind of person I was. So I'm sure the first time that I farted in front of her, I just laughed about it because farts are funny, man. Yeah, sure. Like I've never been in that kind of a situation, even when like I was dating people, uh-huh. that I was just like, I wasn't gonna not fart. I would have went, oh, somebody step <laughs> on a duck, or hey, open a window, you know? Like if you bottom line is everybody's gonna fart. And if you can't get over that, even if it's on a first or second date, then whatever. I ain't in it. The best stories are from Derek, and he would come to my apartment, and I would I love broccoli, and so I would make all the dishes that weekend with broccoli. It would be like stir fry with broccoli or whatever. And so what does broccoli do? It makes you gassy. And he would just hold it in 
all weekend, the poor guy. Oh, no. And then he'd get in his little black S10. Do you remember that? He wouldn't even have to start it. His farts powered him home. <laughs> he's like, you don't even realize how uncomfortable I was the whole weekend. Most of us who are parents will likely say the day your child was born was the greatest day of your life. We were going through all of our stuff the other day in the uh, crawl space and found the newspaper. My dad went and bought like 20 newspapers when the Dalian was born. Could have got just the one probably. No, we needed copies. Imagine your husband on the day Liam was born. Did he watch the C-section, by the way? Was he there when they when they sliced you open and pulled the baby out? Yeah, he watched the whole thing. Has he ever complained about being traumatized Never. by that? Never. Never, because he's a man. Well, there's a dude now suing a hospital for $642 million because, quote, he suffered a psychiatric reaction because of watching his wife's C-section. Shut up. Shut up. Right? First first reaction. is That is yeah, my first up. and last reaction to that. He is griping about that. I, would I be- can see. Okay, so this is what happened to my neighbor. This is, this is a lawsuit. This could have been. I don't think it was, but it was here in town, and it was an anesthesiologist and gave her her um, epidural and went in, and then they ended up letting her go home. What? And then she came back and he pricked her again and then went in for the C-section, didn't get the right part of her spine. And so she goes under, she can feel the whole thing. She can't react, nothing like chest above. She's like paralyzed. She can only move her eyes. Her husband is looking at her eyes. They look like she's, she's just fearful. She's tearing up. He's like, something is wrong. He's her advocate. Something is wrong. So they realize when she comes to and is able to communicate that she felt every single move of the scalpel. So therefore, all the anesthesiologists in town, they had to go for extra training because of this man. And you can confirm it because it happened here. A lot of people heard about it. And that was my neighbor. Twice. It happened twice to her? Well, I mean, in that 24 hours. He pricked her and then they were like, oh, no, you're not ready. (laughs) And then she comes back again. I want to know if there's any dudes listening who felt that watching the C-section gave them some kind of trauma. Yeah, tell tell us about it. I I can't imagine. I I haven't seen a C-section other than probably on video, but I can only think that that's way less traumatizing than watching a natural birth. Yeah, watching a natural birth. If you haven't really done your research as a dude, can be traumatic to see that big ass baby come out of that spot. Sure. Woo! I bet I'll go my whole life without seeing that, without being in the room with with a loved one. Mm. I would love to be there if my if you know my sister gets pregnant again or whatever. I'd love to be there to help her and hey. like experience that. Willie, you were there. Uh, I witnessed two of my wife's C-sections, okay. and I would sooner do that than watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh. I listen, and I'm very gross about everything. Yeah. It was very hard, but my wife was in a lot of pain. Yeah. I actually watched it, 
and it was very quick and easy. And I, like I said, I would sooner watch that than watch that other show, which uh, okay. disgusts me. So it wasn't okay. very bad for you. I, I appreciate your thoughts. If you're a dude and you saw the C-section, was it really that bad? I mean, would you consider suing the hospital for $600 million? I get the guys that faint at the sight of blood. Some people do have that sincere reaction. I get that. Um, it's just all about what you end up saying in the room at that time. If you're a guy and you're like, I got to sit down, I'm tired. Don't ever say that. That's like the dumbest thing you could say because she's tired. You're not tired. So there are certain things. Someone should write a book. Spending a little time this morning talking about this bonehead who's suing a New York hospital for $650 million. But it wasn't malpractice. That's the thing. I feel like his case is going to look so silly. He was, quote, psychiatrically traumatized because they let him watch the C-section. You don't have to. He could have looked away the moment he felt icky or weird and just focused on her and talked to her. You got this, girl. This is a little bit weird. Thoughts on this, Angela? It's so stupid. I had three Mm -hmm. C-sections, and my husband was up front with me and then asked if he could go down and watch because he is, like, into blood and gore and stuff. Sure. And he he had a great time. He's like, hey, take care of that while you're in there. It has that look. (laughs) But nobody forced him to look. If you can't handle it, don't look. Stay up with your pride. Yeah, that's a good point. If you, if you, exactly. you probably know going into this whether or not you're into this kind of stuff. Now, I would also be interested to talk to any doctors on how you handle the inappropriate comments from the jackass oh, father. Nurse stories are the best. And obvi- it's not a breaking of the HIPAA law if you just tell the story. You don't need to give any scenarios. Right, you if you don't tell say, who it is. This dad was there this day and he said this and all of us just talked about it on our lunch break. I hate to admit it, but I would be the one during the C-section going, hey, which which organ is that? Which one is that? And what is that one? And oh my God, where that's annoying. Connected? I know, right? I think that would probably be annoying. But I would, like, how often do you actually get to look inside a live human if you're not a surgeon? I'm an idiot disc jockey. Watch YouTube. I read this morning that one out of four of us will buy a car on a whim at one point in our life. Like you will go, you will buy a car not intending that morning when you woke up to buy a car. Can you ever imagine being in this scenario? No, this is a very long thought out process. I'm the one of the four. You just randomly buy cars? Yeah. I, well, what I, a life. I, I randomly bought I bought it. So we, this is weird. This is uh, five years ago. My son was turning 16, and my wife was going to give him her car. She was going to get a different car, and I at the time had like an SUV. Yeah. And it happened that we went to a dealership to trade in the SUV, and somehow... He ended up with her car. She ended up with a new car, and I ended up with a new truck. Jeez. I yeah. can say that with our phones this last weekend. We weren't going to buy a third phone, but it just happened. But, but one out of four of us will buy a car on a whim. That's a huge purchase. Hmm. And looking back on it, well, for us, it, it made sense because one was a lease, and the other you know, two vehicles were paid off. So financially, we only ended up with one more payment and stuff like that. But I look back on it now, and I'm like, that was kind of reckless. Yeah, a little bit. Was there one of those laying in bed and you're like, did that just happen? We'll wait till the first bill comes. 
Is the phone the last reckless purchase you made, like, he, on a whim? I don't think it was reckless, but it was, like, pointless. My kid doesn't even look at his phone. I can't believe that. He's the only kid in the world. He's the only 11-year-old in the world that's got a phone that doesn't look at it. And they're, yeah. He'll, they're like, read surgic- me his group text. I'm like, this is so boring. Let's go with some bingo. Bingo. How fun. Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo. Bingo what bingo? Bingo. Bingo. Uh, you can't call yet. You have to hear both scenarios. Cat officially gets the bingo. If the first line we pick up is somebody who... Who had a haircutting incident with a sibling. This audio is going viral today of this little girl. She lets her twin sister cut her bangs a day before school Uh, photos. Isn't that how it goes? So her older sister, who is doing like this TikTok makeup tutorial, she comes and saves the day. Daddy should cut my hair. Come here. If mom finds out, she's going to kill both of you. You literally set up to here, bro. I said okay. Is that why you have a picture date? <laughs> okay, don't move. Just don't move. Do not move a muscle. <gasps> Those are cute. Oh, she fixed it. <laughs> she did fix it. And they did. They looked fine. They looked picture worthy. But I remember my sister cut her bangs. No, I cut my bangs all the way up to right below my hairline. <laughs> And then my sister cut all of her eyelashes off. We were just in the bathroom with some scissors right before what? my godmother's wedding. And I was the flower girl. So I had to wear this uh, headband that like pinned them back. <laughs> and then they spiked up behind the headband. So, yeah. So you're, basically you're looking for anyone listening who has had a hair situation that involves scissors with their sibling. Mine is going to be anyone listening who, and my dad always used to call cars, trucks, whatever vehicle you're using. An evil necessity. Yeah. Like you can really get on that hamster wheel of always having to get something new, always having to get something nice or have to be able to fix yours. So mine's going to be anyone listening who is going to work or maybe school today in a vehicle that isn't yours because yours sucks and broke down. Like you had to borrow a vehicle because yours sucks. Aaron, you're first through, man. Yay. Thank you. Which one you got? Bingo. Bingo for? I have the haircut. Oh, oh Tell me about it. Yeah. When I was in fifth grade, um, pictures were the, I was in school, and, I, and picture day was the next day. Always. And I was upset that my, yeah, and I was upset that my mother didn't cut my hair <laughs> the, the night before. So we're getting ready for school. I'm upset. My sister has the bright idea that she will cut my hair really quick before we go to the bus. <laughs> and she okay. absolutely butchered it. She butchered it. Now, so, did us- did she use like a, a, a one on the sides or like did she use shears or what did she use to cut your hair? <laughs> she used kitchen scissors. Oh, the God. kitchen ones. Like the ones you cut the freezies open scissors. with so they're all full of gunk and stuff. Yeah. And if you had to give us yeah, a visual, since we can't see right now, explain what that look looked like, Aaron. Well, I had a curly afro okay. as a child. Um, and let's just say it wasn't an afro no more. No, you look so <laughs> it, different. It was bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it so was bad. When you, get to, when you get to school, are you getting clowned because of this? They actually ended up calling my mother. Oh, it was that bad? Oh. Uh, ma'am, we cannot possibly in good faith take a photo of this child. Aaron can't stay in school. You have to come get him because his hair looks horrible. Well, Aaron, we need proof, and we can accept photos via texting. Yeah, so if you can get a hold of this photo, you got to send it to us, okay? 
You want to call us right now with your birth story where you had like hardly any pain. You had the best birth. I want to know what it looks like. I had a really good one. It was just a waiting game for a few days. The water had broken a bit early, but I was just kind of hanging out. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no water. Let's get into the C-section. Wasn't much at all. Really little to no effort on my part. This girl is going to think twice before letting her man get her pregnant. So her boyfriend hooks her up to one of these birth simulators and she was not ready for it. Face the camera. Face the camera. Face the camera. I swear I'm I'm not. I'm ripping it off me. It's a birth simulator. What do you expect for it to feel good? Go rip it off. So she is probably like, heck no, is that what I have in store for me? Trisha's, were all of them like so painful? She's crying. No, screaming. no, she she was uh, a warrior. The first one, though, was really scary, though, because uh, Peyton, everything was fine until all of a sudden the doctor said, uh, I don't know exactly what the words were, but he had been... Ah, spun around, so it was breech, right? But then when they spun him, his umbilical cord got wrapped around his neck. Yeah, oh, God. And so it was kind of an emergency situation where they had to get in, and it it, it was bananas that all of a sudden there were like six nurses and two doctors in the delivery room, and everything was moving so fast, and I was confused And I think she started getting panicky and they were trying to keep her calm because if the mom doesn't stay calm, then the baby starts stressing and it was already kind of a thing. And, 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 you know, thankfully they, they got him out in time and everything like that, but it was great. And and then my mother-in-law and my poor mother-in-law and my mother were both there kind of outside the room. And when they see a flood of nurses come running into the room, they immediately think something's wrong. Right. When it was really close to being wrong. Um, but that was, and then they, you know, they obviously keep track of that. And so they were very conscious of it for the next two kids to make sure that, you know, it kind of wasn't a thing yep. and, uh, and to reassure Trish that it was a, uh, you know, pretty rare of an, an instance, but that was, it was panicky. I still, my heart starts beating fast when I think about it now. Uh, Brian says, how was the birth of your kid or did you take the easy way out? Oh yeah. That's not right. You don't really have a baby. If you have a C-section, you, you, the, sure. they go get the baby. <laughs> that's not really giving birth. Okay. If you use the term giving birth, you're a liar <laughs> and a cheat. At I'm life. over here. Can you make eye contact with me? <laughs> All right. So there's a divorce list that was posted online. Let me get the website. Bold.com. Bold with a, an E. And all these men are like, do not show this to your woman. Yeah. I don't know if I want to broadcast this. This is going to lead to people's relationships ending. I'm not very comfortable sometimes if it's laid out you're like man i'm not crazy and maybe i'm not with the person i'm supposed to be with so all these women are reading these and if they're checking them all off then they're starting to be like oh you done it i should listen kissing him doesn't turn you on he doesn't get you you're outgrowing him which is probably the leading cause of divorces what does that mean do you think um, outgrowing means somebody doesn't really want to improve on themselves and you do. And then all of a sudden, then, you know, they don't have the same dreams that you once talked about and you had your eye on the prize this whole time. And then you're like, oh, who are you? And then that could be unattractive. Uh, sex is me. You don't feel like yourself around him. You think about other guys when you're with him. I think that that is 
That'd be the biggest, I think. The, well, yeah, that's one of the biggest for sure. He grosses you out. <laughs> that's yeah, a pretty, that big, pretty one. big one. Yeah. Uh, he lets you down a lot. Oh. You don't tell him stuff because you know he doesn't care. That would be a huge one for me. That one where you don't feel heard. You feel like they would rather hear from anybody else but you. That's a big deal to me. You guys only text. You never talk on the phone. Oh. He's critical about your looks. What a jerk. And then the final one is he just doesn't exactly make you happy. All of those would be a dead giveaway that maybe you, sometimes you're just not supposed to be with somebody. How many people listening right now do you think check off a lot of those boxes? I would hate to know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to know because that makes me sad. That means a lot of people are in relationships that don't fulfill them. And they're waking up every day next to somebody that, that checks off all those boxes. That's not a good list. Laura on line two apparently checks off many of these boxes. I want to talk to her oh, next and, no. and you as well. If you feel like when you heard this list that a lot of these boxes get checked off in your relationship, I mean, do you start thinking about ending it? I don't want to be the person that does it, but I also don't want you to waste the rest of your life on something that's not going to make you happy. Well, Adam texted, hey, I have to turn off the radio at work. Any chance that you could send me that list? I don't know. Dude, Adam, I don't think you want to spread this list around. I don't feel like this is responsible for us I don't to be, even be talking about it. I didn't make the list. Those are all very obvious things that you make a list of in, in your head. Chris and I are like, hey, let's uh, let's go out to dinner real quick. And we go out and we're kind of sitting there and laughing around and joking around and stuff. And uh, and I get wings. And all of a sudden, I'm about halfway through like my third or fourth wing. And I just stop. And I must have went so flush. My wife goes, oh, my God, are you okay? And my son's just looking at me like I was dying at the table. Yeah. I lost a filling. Which and one? now there's a hole in one of my molars. Oh, I got like, I'm not even going to show you that tooth because there's something really wrong with it. And I can't be right now. I am mm-hmm. so far off my game. So now I got to try and call my dentist, see if I can get emergency into like, like it doesn't hurt, hurt. Like you there's are a, walking weird. It's it, I feel off balance. My tongue can't stop touching the spot where the filling was because there's some rough edges. Yeah. I, I, I've never I've never had this happen before. Is there anything you kind of need, like a procedure you're waiting to get done? So I'm probably, I mean, since it's not like an emergency, I'm not dying. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get into the dentist to get a new filling. But is there anything that you're waiting to kind of get done? Like as far as if your body was like a car, a lot of people will go over on the oil change. What are you over on? I, well, I've been putting off my, not putting off, but I don't know why I'm not making this breast augmentation happen. I should talk about augmentation. It for years. Um, yeah, because it's been hurting. My back has been hurting for years. But okay, so I don't know if it's like God not wanting me to do it. So the first time I was supposed to have my um, walk through or talk through with Minnesota, I got COVID, so I couldn't go in. That was a year and a half ago. Then I have my doctor's appointment. And then she uh, sends in that referral again. They call me. And then the day I was supposed to go in, Liam got sick. And so I had to go home and take him to the clinic. And I'm like, is there something above telling me, girl, don't go in? Because it is a big procedure. You Have know? you tried to schedule another appointment? I will. I will. But it's one that I am looking forward to and dreading at the same time. I don't know how long the process is to heal. I don't know how much it's going to F with my life. That's the part I'm nervous about because... You have to have the draining tubes, which I've had before. 
I went to Mexico with those draining tubes, and those were horrible. So we'll do this real quick. Uh, before we play Free Money High Low, if you've gone through a breast augmentation, help Cat out. Like, what's the healing period? I mean. I think it's different for everybody. It, it truly is. It's like, so when you had your colon out, you missed, I don't know, what, 13, 14 months of work. This wow. will probably be less than that. That is a bit dramatic. Okay, so it was like nine months of work. Okay. You didn't come to work did for not, nine months. Not come to work for nine the months. The better part of a year, you just decided I to not show up. I almost died. She, you, you laid at home watching TV for I the better part of a year. I couldn't do anything else. You think I wouldn't year. want to be productive? No, yeah. Like this, I think you wanted it through to just your eyes, there. it's disgusting. I need to imagine being here doing all of this all every of day yeah. for nine months. I'll push this button play this song. If you've gone through it. Help her out. How long does it take to recover? When does she get back to? It's like I'm assuming you're probably back to work within a week. I'm assuming you're back to probably f- like physical activity, like going to the gym or you know even just like light walks, probably within two weeks. And I bet your life is back to normal within a month. I have the job for this procedure, for so sure. I can say that. I just have to type on my computer and be hilarious. You have to lift so a I pen. Can do both of those. Lift a headphone. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. But if you've gone through the procedure, help her out. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.